Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How are you? Fantastic. Very hellacious day for Alice. Been running a ragging. Flew into town. <clears throat> Late Fright Friday. Hmm. On the very 747 that you can hear, actually, if you listen closely. <laughs> Alice's computer. Eventually, it's just going to burst into flames. <laughs> and this room is very hot now because our second floor AC is broken, whatever. Uh, I think it's just the... Um, the <clears throat> Where the condensate goes, the little drain pipe. Well, we can't there. use it because it floods, and we had to. Well, it we I had a second floor a flood. I haven't been here, so I'll take a look. Well, yeah. it's a lot easier to get to. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my house, have we did some cleaning? That's true. Absolutely deep cleaning. I was busting my rear end while you were gone. It's my new religion. Alice is going to be home and house and life improvement. That's good. I'm going to remain poor. Somehow through it all. <laughs> but, uh, yes. And I think, I really think, even though uh, I'm getting a lot of crap from a lot of the females in this house, I really think that it's helping me maintain or lose a pound or two. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Nobody cares. So uh, this yeah, is... Yeah, well, doing stuff on the third floor with no AC probably does help you keep yeah. some pounds off, I think. What? Okay. What? No, I'm just... You the, have the, important the, messages? It's a, it's a message and it's, it's about... Would you like our, to share with the class? Yes. The this HSA account, but it's not that we're late or we're in trouble. It's just that the latest report is available. Okay. That's our house, right? Is that not? HSA? No, that's a health savings account. Oh, what's that? Do we have one of those? Yeah, we do. We do? Oh. Should I look but at it, this? It doesn't have anything in it right now, but we do have it. Welcome to the family HSA account. <laughs> it's been utilized. Um, so um, a, a, a very interesting thing happened today. Do you want to get? Oh, you said you wanted to bring something up. I said that. Um, yeah. So we have been watching and listening to some podcasts lately. We listened um, and some, including some on Rumble, mm-hmm. which we listened to, and we um, we watched Russell Brandt. With Tucker. Which was amazing. I'm not even done with it. Are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I heard it all, but I do want to listen again because it's good. And I didn't watch all the parts of it. Some of it I just listened I to I meant to audio. get a cut from that. The cut that was um, about the January 6th stuff. Yeah, but it was... Um, yeah, better look out with that. Speaking of YouTube censors, oh, right. that could be problematic. I don't know. You're definitely but not allowed t- to Tucker say anything about great... the 2020 election. That's for sure. But... Um, which, by the way, was the most perfect election in which not a single vote was incorrectly counted, I, I don't think, personally. Do you, honey? Um, anyway, so we, yeah, the, if you haven't listened to or watched that Russell Brandt Tucker Carlson interview yet, you definitely, definitely should. It's on Rumble. It's should on, I like, not play the cut, a, a cut that includes January 6th? Which sure. was a violent insurrection. Throw it out bad. there. I'm very mad. Throw it, it out there. We're still on probation from our last YouTube strike, so. We'll and that was a tip off to weeks. me. I mean, I had no thought in my head as I watched this happen on television and in the subsequent weeks that 
U.S. law enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it. That never crossed my mind. I never thought that there was it was a false flag or anything like that. I'm not a conspiracist by temperament. I never thought that. Um, and then I interviewed the chief of the Capitol Police, Stephen Sund, in an interview that was never aired on Fox. By the way, I was fired before it could air. Um, I, I'm going to interview him again. But Stephen Sund was the totally non-political worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol Police on January 6th. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crowd was filled with federal agents. What? Yes. Well, he would know, of course, because he was in charge of security at the site. So the more time has passed. Now it's been... And that was a tip-off. So there's one of the um, cuts there. But he also, at some point said essentially he said that he said f you that he had uh, you know that he had done anything but condemn the capital riots and all this stuff i thought it was a great showing by him yeah it was a great interview super wide-ranging a lot of like truth and beauty stuff about nature and beauty and like how our culture has changed to embrace like brutalist norms and like i found that stuff really interesting just yes. kind of getting inside his head of like where he is i also thought the stuff that he said with, that was really interesting was um saying that he made a mistake in the last election getting involved in politics or trying to make predictions and that every one of his predictions because i think a lot of people would say that tucker's been very involved in talking about politics but him saying he's not interested in talking about politics he's interested in talking about ideas and that he's never done it until this last election um and that it was a mistake to do it. I, I thought that was an interesting perspective because I think a lot of people think of him as a political figure, primarily a political commentator. And it's clear, very clear from that interview that he doesn't see himself that way at all. Don't you think? Um, yes. Yes. I, th- I thought that was interesting. But, but, but I'm not surprised. Like, and, and I'm not going to compare myself to Tucker, but I kind of feel the same way about me. Mm-hmm. So I hate elections election politics elections I've, I've always said and it's been proven now I, i've been doing i've been in like radio or whatever um in an on-air capacity mm-hmm. you know for you know 13 years or 10 years whatever whenever or, or whatever with michael graham mm-hmm. but uh, and and i would they'd have me working election nights and i'm terrible at election nights i don't get it the x's and o's it's boring it, calvin caspian or should you do that over the live stream? Does anybody, what, do they have this computer? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh, hold on. So, uh, but like, and it's also not sexy or fun or, rom- or romantic doing that. Right. You know, it's, it's for you. You should do that. Yeah, You're, I like it's, that it's stuff. Stati- statistics and information data break down voter trends, mix that with the artfulness of like what Carl Rove does with other, you know, it's that world, Nate Silvery, like, I, I, and, and I, also, I also don't like, I don't like politics. I, I don't like, like that retail stuff. That's poli- what I'm into instead of being exactly. into sports. That's what I right. like to talk, but, think about. But I'm like yeah. grossed out by the, the people showing up at diners in New Hampshire and, well, we want to hear from him in person. Uh, shut up. It's like, I, the whole thing is, is gross. I like stories about people tucker says he likes ideas and mm-hmm. and he's in this interview was was good in part because both he and russell brand are very nuanced very conceptual thinkers mm-hmm. who never really have to say a tangible word about uh, kitchen table things they're very conceptual oh and yeah these are, they, these are i like uh, it i ideas. also want to know like probably people in our chat actually know the answer to this, but I don't know enough about Russell Brandt. I don't like listen to him often enough. Is he like, does he like microdose something or something? Cause he like talks so no, fast. This is the sober version of Russell Brandt. Um, or anything. No. He's just like, brrr, like yes. he's going a mile a minute. He is. He's, I think his mind's just clear he's now. Just because, all well, like one, he's now. a good, he's a good, uh, he's a good performer. He's mm-hmm. a good stand up. He's a good actor. Um, I used to hate him to death till about four years ago, um, and it, but uh, but he's a brilliant thinker. He's he's yeah. wonderful, and this is what he does on his show. I do listen. I to I know his Tucker po- takes Zen. I do listen to his podcast, so mm-hmm. he's all over. This is his thing in his show where he's over the top. This is what got him big too on MTV. Um, yeah, in the turn you near know, the turn of the mm-hmm. century, where you remember the, the why he was relieved from MTV. No, I don't. Because he went on. 
after September 11th on like the thing from like Carson Daly thing for, live from mm-hmm. Times Square as Bin Laden. Oh. Yeah, I guess Which see certainly how that takes cojones. But he was a big Bush hater. I hated him back then. I'm oh, yeah. dead. Now I love I'm him. Sure. I love I love him. Yeah, so anyway, but we did notice that is one thing we observed because we were just talking in the chats we were setting up here with people about um about Rumble and locals and YouTube and what people are using because a lot of people are a lot of podcasters are moving over to Rumble now. Um you know, I know people brought up Turtle Boys over there now, Jerry's on locals and it's kind of set up locals is set up to work with Rumble. Um you know, so I, I do think some of that is people do have these like contract deals with Rumble. You know, like they gave Steven Crowder a contract deal. Obviously, Trump Jr. has a contract deal with that. There's a whole bunch of people they've been giving out um, deals where they're paying people to be um, exclusive on Rumble. Although some people are just moving over also. Um, so from YouTube. From YouTube, yeah. Yeah, it really uh, seems like. Somebody brings up Matt Walsh. I think Matt Walsh is doing more Twitter the way Tucker is. Yes, but did they all move to Rumble? I don't know if they moved to Rumble or not. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, I have. we have seen people. We didn't. That is one thing that we observed and talked about when we were listening to the Russell Brand thing together was how much he was promoting the locals aspect and how mm-hmm. it was integrated with the Rumble thing and telling people to do that. So, so how is locals integrated with Rumble? Because he was like ping, ping-ponging people. Yeah, they're the people. same company. Oh, okay. So they're like integrated together. Okay, so, so he streams on Rumbles, can... Rumble in locals. For the locals, people who... Yeah, but, but you a- can also do it like partway through the sh- paywall, partway through the show, which is what he was doing, which we also do, but it's like a little bit clunkier, right? So mm. like you can do the rumble and then you can be like, oh, we're going to continue on, hit the red button at the bottom of your screen to subscribe if you want to hear the rest. And then the p- live stream goes private to to locals. So, Okay. I mean, but we, that we would should be, probably that be... would be more of an instead of Patreon thing, than right? That. But I and I was saying the only reason we haven't really embraced locals that much is because we really struggle with it functioning. It is a pain in the. I have tried and I, I managed to get a few videos up there, but the videos take forever. And unless you sit there with it open on your phone and wait for them to be ready, and then then they're not ready and but i need to use my phone for other stuff so now i like yesterday i uploaded a photo now i'm just putting exclusive photos up there it's just not user friendly they need that video to remember that just mm-hmm. let me go do other things rumble also has things that are clunky but it's gotten way better or we wouldn't mm. be using it for this obviously it's got it's gotten a lot better it still sometimes like takes forever for things to process after uploading and stuff um right. but you know, which I think just might be a capacity issue. Like, YouTube's just so huge and so scaled to be huge that things just work quickly on it. But Right. Yeah. I, and we're, and we're, are we going to do the Instagram thing or no? Or should maybe I just what do it? What Instagram thing? Oh, the, the oh, 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 the new Twitter that's by Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah. No, I don't okay. think so. I think that's for liberals. Oh, okay. They're, that's like the Twitter alternative. That's like because they're hoping Twitter fails. Well, the, probably the All You Can Eat podcast should. Uh, I don't know that it's that popular. And if you decide you don't like it, which is one of the things that people were complaining about, if you decide you don't like it, if you delete your Facebook Threads account, which is this is this Twitter alternative, it also deletes your Instagram. Once you create a Threads account, you can't end it without closing your existing Instagram account and everything and deleting it all. Yeah, I saw that. That seems like are Zuckerberg and like Musk trying to out dumb move each other. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because Musk we still, isn't are doing... we still am I still down to six hundred tweets a day? <laughs> I know so... you're only allowed to view six hundred tweets a day if you don't have a blue check, right? Like, so that but that was temporary. But what Elon Musk claims is that they had to institute that limit because um, because Facebook was scraping data from them. I thought he just had, there were just apostate Twitter people now working over there. It's still Well, he technology. said that. Facebook says that that's not true. It's but, obviously true. It's, it's a yeah, but he Silicon says, Valley he says they were the, the reason why the temporary, and that was, I believe, temporary. I definitely look at more than 600 tweets a day. I have not been rate limited as far as I can tell, um, even though I don't have a blue check on my personal account. I don't... Um, uh, I, they, the reason for that whole temporary thing was that 
Musk was saying they were dealing with data scraping, people going through and scraping all the user data off of Twitter with bots. Interesting. Which they probably would then take to threads, right? So they can suggest all your same followers and stuff. Oh. Because who follows you is public. So they dirty business. I know. So that's what's interesting is, but I, I am, I mean, like we're still on Facebook because a lot of the boomers, including your listeners are all on Facebook and the, whenever your listeners are like the silent generation, your Connecticut ones, probably largely. Um, but like they're all on Facebook. So I think, you know, I, and you know, a lot of our relatives are on Facebook doing like dog and baby pics and stuff. Right. But like, otherwise I would never be on, like, I don't look for my day-to-day information from Facebook. Oh, goodness, and like, no. I think they're so much worse than Twitter in terms of like throttling information and like banning people. And... Oh, well, we know personally, you know, people yeah. who worked for them. Yeah, um, yeah, their censoring is terrible, and I like I don't like them nearly as much. I'm not in a big hurry to go jump over to their Twitter competitor product, really. Mm. Personally, I don't know. Um, anyway, here's a little taste of uh, some of the architecture stuff with Russell Brand and Tucker Carlson. Architecture changed completely, and it went from, from designs that complemented the landscape around them to the a music, kind of architecture. That exactly. Clearly- this is a trend, by the way, that you're hearing more and more of. You know, I mm-hmm. gave attribution late, and I hear every other radio person doing this because people hear the audio signature in it, so you're busted just trying to play something without attribution. Mm-hmm. Especially, the big one is Newsbusters. You can you plays that thing at the end, bing! And so people that that's from Newsbusters. Like I was, I was going to tell you that I did all the hard work, but no. <laughs> Hates people. That is designed to oppress the human spirit and make people feel without value, worthless. I think if you brought someone from the streets of Tokyo to the Cotswolds and said, "What do you think of that building?" He would say, "That's beautiful." Because beauty is inherent. Every person recognizes beauty. A Shinto temple in Kyoto, I recognize it immediately as beautiful because it is. It's consistent with the symmetry of nature. Municipal and state buildings were once plainly an expression of a contract between the people yes! and their government. Government of a yes! good faith relationship. I, think that. I, just, I just thought that. I walked up with my wife in the rain on a village hall, and I thought, whoever built that cared about the people. It was built by the people who live there for the people who live there, and they loved the people who live there because they were related to them or knew them. It was built by peasants without machines. Architect. Nice. Brought to you by Tanha.com, by the way. I did all the work there. Um,. So I thought it was. I thought it was uh, great. So watch it if you can, if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, but I do wonder because Elon hasn't been making great decisions with Twitter either. And I like, I have concerns about, um, it working long-term. Although I see people using the subscription model there too. People who I like also. All right. So I'm going to move on. Okay. Okay. So this is interesting. I'm springing this on you, Alice, because I want this fresh from your mind. Okay. I want to know Sometimes what that sets me off, though. No, this is not. This one won't set <laughs> not, you off. Okay, mm. good. <laughs> so, uh, so you've you're a political fan, follower. You've been mm-hmm. in politics as an activist, etc. You've run for stuff. Yeah. Um. So state party stuff. Right. Nothing good, but yeah. So. Listen to this. This is actually a masterful little job by um, Chuck Todd. He's got Governor Doug Bergamon. Now, when I was, I listened to all the shows today. When I heard that he was going to have Doug, Governor Doug Bergamon, I thought of just feeding myself into my lawnmower <laughs> and uh, and calling it a day. But he does something here that I think is very interesting. He sets him up with question one for question two, which is an interesting question. Maybe you got your question, but an interesting question. Joe Biden, how much should character count uh, when it comes to running for office? It should count enormously, particularly when you're talking about the jobs of being a governor or being a president, because the executive branch, different from the other branches, but specifically legislative, you know, if you're a legislator, you put on your jersey, you fight for your side, you vote oftentimes along party lines. You, If you don't vote with a party, you vote at your peril. How much the president count? of the United States as this balancing third branch is the one that's supposed to unite people. It's supposed to bring people together, supposed to paint a vision about a powerful, positive future. And somehow we've gone astray on that where the where the presidency is. 
So the question was, how much should character count? Mm-hmm. And and when you think politics, when you think character, what do you think of what 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 are the pillars? I that... would think he's gonna go for like the Trump character. No, stuff, no, no. What oh, I'm saying okay. is, what do you think when you when you're asking about color? Well, he's obviously contrasting with Trump. Chuck right. Todd is, but like, what are the things, the attributes that would show you of being of good character? Um, like. Stuff like not taking bribes and certainly like strong family values and yeah, absolutely. Those are behaviors. Being able to hold a steady job. Those are also like behaviors. Like that. Okay. But what are the attributes of your character? Like loyalty, trustworthiness. Exactly, loyalty, trustworthiness. How about honesty? Honesty. Okay. It's also become hyper partisan. No matter which party is in office. Um, you ever lied in politics? That's a pretty damn brilliant follow-up question. Because mm-hmm. how do you answer that question? Have you ever lied in politics? No, I've never lied. You're going to say no, you've never <laughs> lied? After the character question? that You say no, I never lied? Immediately exposes <laughs> you as somebody lacking character because you're a GD liar. Well, this is probably why I didn't get elected when I ran anything. Yes, but Doug Burgum, in his capacity in elected office, has certainly lied. <laughs> and now, after just finishing the character question, he's now possibly going to lie again. If he says what your you campaign consultant Shattuck says, <laughs> no, I've never lied. You've never lied ever in politics. Well, what is he supposed to say? Well, yeah, I lie all the time. Well, that's the question. That would be. The honest thing to say, which would go to character. I don't know. Well, we'll get his answer right here. No, that you know, you don't believe you've ever lied. No, you'll be. No. What do you think Trump would say if somebody asked him if you ever lied? He'd lie and say no. Well, yeah. Right, but the idea is that he's not supposed to be Trump, and he's saying that the, he's Bergman is supposed to be. What do you char- think Joe Biden would say if you asked him if he ever lied? No. Well, yeah. So right. I mean, and those like, are two. So what? You're gonna go out liars. there. You're gonna go out there and be like, "Yeah, character really matters." But I lie a lot, and they're like, "Well, Tucker, I never lie." Tucker like, said he BSed answers before in hot debates. Sometimes when you're, and actually, Trump is actually much more truthful in ways politicians never are. Trump says stuff that you're supposed to be inside Beltway jokes, uh, like Beltway wink wink. Trump mm-hmm. in that way Trump is Trump is a bleep talker but he's much more honest and candid than anybody ever which is one of the reasons people are so loyal to him because you're getting something that none of these other guys would ever give to you as a right. glad handing you and this and that Do you have him at the is he at a Wendy's or where is he where he's ordering blizzards for everybody I don't know if I have that. Or, 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 that's right. I think it, I sent the cut to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me find it. He's but so let me just finish this cut this yeah. because I think this is a, a great moment. Be fact-checked on that. I'm sure throughout I'm, the campaign. I'm sure we're. I mean, it's a... Uh, <laughs> you, you feel I, like I, you've I, always told the truth as you understood it. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I was raised, and that's how I've gone forward. Do you think Donald Trump's elevation to the presidency... Yeah, 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 you get it. So I just thought that was interesting. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a, like, it's an answer. Like if somebody, if you, if somebody was answering you and interviewing you and I, mm-hmm. and saying, Tom, do you find other women attractive? Like everybody know, every other man knows that. Of course I do. Every man does. Mm-hmm. I also find you very attractive, which is great. <laughs> oh no, Glad no, it. even better yet. <laughs> If we're sitting together and they ask you if you find other men attractive. I think women are wired differently than men. Yeah, well, right. Well, but also... Or at least me. Well, actually, that would be more of just a condemnation on your... <laughs> on my taste in men. Yes. They'd be like, you've, you, so you don't... You find Tom Shadow attractive, but yeah. not other people. Actually, it would be, everybody would just feel uncomfortable. But, <laughs> but I, think that's, I think that's very interesting. It's like, have you ever lied in politics? I don't think that that's the right answer. I think you got to have a different answer. What would you answer? I mean, I've had time to think about it now. When I heard it, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like learning new things. And that question's a new one. Uh, I think that probably the best answer would be, 
Um, I do my best to say the truth because I have to sleep. I, I have to sleep at night. I'm passing on a family name to my kids, and I don't want to be known. It's a pretty evasive, weaselly sounding answer. I don't want to be known as a liar. I, I, I've probably uh, embellished uh, here in my past in moments of weakness. I try to get better at it and not be. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not no. I mean, people would probably think you're. I mean, I don't know. But I, I think that's part of why people like Trump is because he's not weaselly and evasive, even if he is. No, <laughs> yeah, but he's <laughs> like not he's willing to one hundred percent truthful. He's like, no, I've never lied. What are you talking about? Never. Yeah, in my life. No, no, uh, no. He definitely would. But I mean, but he's Trump's different. He's a promoter. He's not in the business of telling you how Trump sucks or Trump's flawed. He's, that's not his business. He's like Don King. He's going to tell you why his guy's the best. The, the brand that he's, you know, ferrying around is the best. That's his thing. That's his job. His hotels are the best. The vodka's the best. All that stuff's the best. Speaking and you know, of which, do and, you think there's... So Trump was all over the UFC last night or whatever night that was? I, I've already... I tweeted it out. I said it. I mentioned it. That I think that that handshake with Joe Rogan got... Trump 10 million votes. Joe Rogan, I mean, he was like with everybody over well, there. And like, so, and also the entertainment industry in general with this Sound of Freedom movie. Have you been following any of this? Stuff I have. Where been. this thing is out. And is, is Mel Gibson involved in that? I can't tell if Mel Gibson's involved in it. He's certainly been talking it up. I'm yeah. not sure if he's involved as like a producer or something or how, if so. Um, but he's definitely, although James Woods was hinting on Twitter that he's talking to Mel Gibson about doing some kind of project also, which is interesting. But yeah, so obviously Daily Wire has been trying to put out some like conservative movies and stuff um, and entertainment things. But this like Sound of Freedom thing, which is about um, sex Child, trafficking, yeah. right? So it's Jim Cavaziel. Cav Jim Caviezel. Caviezel, is that how you really mm -hmm. say his He's Passion of the Christ. With that's um, yeah, he's a pa I know he's a Passion of the Christ guy. Um, but he's obviously very like right-wing Christian, and they made a movie about this guy. This is all like this guy's true story. He was involved in making the movie, who um, he saves children from sex trafficking rings, like in a whole bunch of countries they rescue kids from them and then like provide support to the kids afterwards and stuff. Um, somewhat controversially, he used to work, I guess for the department of Homeland security or something. And, and he like, didn't like how they were handling these cases and, um, and went off to do it on his own, like as a charity project. But anyway, so he, they made a movie about like his story with Jim Caviezel and he's, promoting it they're all talking about it um dana white bought all the employees of the company tickets to see it you know really and is saying everybody has to see this movie this is so important the left is freaking out that i mean and it made like 40 million dollars it's opening weekend which is not that huge although i think a lot of people still have like barely heard of it yet um because obviously and but also that's a lot more than its budget was right like that's not as much as Indiana Jones made its opening weekend, but Indiana Jones cost $400 million to make. This cost like $15 million right. to make or something. It's not, it wasn't a very expensive movie to make. Um, and it, it, I mean, like, I think it's going to get more momentum because a lot of people are like only just hearing about it. Like I first. Wow, Mira Sorvino's in it. Yeah, I know. Who's it's a like big anti-Trump person, but her dad, Paul Sorvino, loved Trump. So it's really interesting. And so the left has now tried to paint the whole thing as like some QAnon conspiracy theory movie, <laughs> which it has nothing to do with QAnon at all, except for the fact that both QAnon and the real person that this movie's based on are concerned with child sex trafficking. That's the, yes. full, and, that's and the listen, full connection between and, the two and, things. And listen to this, the development, the mm -hmm. history of this film. Sound of Freedom was inspired by the work of Tim Ballard, like you mentioned, the founder of Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, Ballard personally requested that Jim Caviezel portray him. Um, the principal photography began in 2018, and but they just got an agreement well, for right. somebody to put it in theaters like this year, right? Like, and it's it's funded and produced by Goya Foods, who's a big conservative, mm -hmm. 
Um, the, the okay, this is the film was completed in 2018, and a distribution deal was made with 20th Century Fox. However, that studio was purchased by the Walt Disney Company, which shelved the film. Right, they killed it, and so, but it was really fascinating. To- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. To me, especially in light of all the UFC stuff happening last night and Trump getting pictures with all these people. And did you see Mel Gibson was photographed with, with Trump? With Trump, but also he was photographed with Wahlberg? No. Yeah. This is... that's So I'm like, is there something going on in the entertainment industry where there's like some subset of the entertainment industry, including like the UFC and some of these like more macho-ish Hollywood guys where there's oh, like Ra- some kind Wahlberg of- is big getting into religious stuff now. Like could, yeah, he did that religious movie father, whatever, like last year or something. But I'm wondering if there's like, if there's some sort of shift in like elements of the entertainment industry are like change, if there's going to start to be built an alternative entertainment industry, that's actually a serious entertainment industry. That's not just putting out there like Hallmark movie level films. Right. Like, because once you start to have what, if, if conservative media starts to make real money, people will, put money into it because there's always people out there who want to make money. So Tony Robbins is involved in this Mm -hmm. as well. Interesting. And for just being such a good soul and for the courage you've displayed and how you've continued to pursue no matter what obstacles in front of you. And I think when all of you watch the film, uh, if you didn't watch anything else, it's an action thriller and it is true story and it is good, you know, surpassing and dissolving and destroying the evil. And uh, it is about, it's like based on a true story. It is a true story that'll move you. So please go check it out. Please spread the word. God bless to both of you. And we're looking forward to seeing July 4th be this incredible opening that brings millions of people. I'm very intrigued by this by the phenomenon altogether, like by the different people that are involved yes. in talking about it and stuff. It's really, really interesting to me. And I love, I know that he has uh, maybe laid hands on his wife. I love Dana White. We had him at the Herald many times and interviewed him. He was 1,000% positivity. He effing loves Donald Trump. He would take a mm-hmm. bullet for him. Yeah. And he said because when he was, Trump helped him out. It did him solids the whole time. Doesn't Brady do Tony Robbins stuff too? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Dana White. But no, no, no. Yes. But I'm wondering, and not Tony Robbins, but I'm intrigued by it because, you know, obviously Belichick wrote that letter to Trump too that people were mad at him about and stuff. Oh, yeah. And Brady was obviously buddies with Trump before all the politics stuff. And But I think Giselle was a big factor in him not being vocal about Trump. And now Giselle's not there. So who knows? Right. Oh, totally. So like, but I do wonder if there's going to be an entertainment industry movement, like where, where there is an alternative entertainment industry that grows up out of this. I kind of want to see the movie, to be honest. I kind of want to, too. And I think that it's so insane for the left to be like, this QAnon conspiracy theory movie, like, is Taken and the whole Taken franchise, is that a QAnon conspiracy theory movie? Because that also deals with somebody going after sex traffickers, right? Like, and that is actually fictional. This movie is actually based on real events and a real person who did real stuff. The Liam Neeson Taken series, people love that. And it's not, it's fictional. You know what I mean? Like, it 
clearly is stuff that really happens from sometimes, but it's not like literally based on a true story the way this one is, right? So Here's Mel Gibson. Most disturbing problems in our world today is human trafficking, and particularly the trafficking of children. Now, the first step in eradicating this crime is awareness. Go see Sound of Freedom. I mean, I'm intrigued. I I know Mel Gibson has said bad things. I know has that he, he has. Um, he makes really good movies, though. He on does. the flip side. And, like, I mean... Not even just, I do happen to like The Passion of the Christ, even though I have a few theological problems with it. But I, I tend to think The Passion of the Christ is really good. And oh, wow. Dana White thinned the hell out. He's tiny now. Is he? He's probably on Ozempic. Everybody's on Ozempic. Yeah, I think he may have done some lifting earlier. Um, I hope he's all right. And, but also, yeah, Apocalypto is a great movie, movie too. Sound of Freedom. And it's about human trafficking. More importantly, the trafficking of children. This is a disgusting, horrific issue that's happening all around the world, and it's not getting better, it's getting worse. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give any of my UFC employees that want to see this movie free tickets to go see, and I would like to encourage other executives to do the same at their company. Here's Mel Gibson with some more information on The Sound of Freedom. And then you should write an email to One David most- Field. To David Field? Yeah, let him know you'd like him to offer the employees free tickets to Sound of Freedom. <laughs> I don't want to take any more training. <laughs> um, but I do think it's interesting that all of the media and the left has decided to position themselves on the side of anything that brings up child sex trafficking being bad <laughs> is a QAnon conspiracy. Isn't that interesting? It seems like a weird position to take, doesn't it? Isn't that interesting? Shouldn't they be like, yes, child sex trafficking is bad, but we don't like this movie because of some other reason? Like, why are they? Why? I, I, yeah, it's. it just seems like a weirdly indefensible hill to die on, doesn't it? Yes. How interesting. Um, let me see. There was there actually... So I, did you ever find Trump in the blizzards or no? And then we should probably do the Chelsea Wicked Fire chat chat and go to the Patreon show I for our like Patreon I listeners. Get, I had one more thing I wanted to do. Okay. If Have we know. run out of time, Alice? This show really went fast. I know. We're at like 35 minutes, but I think that... Um, Okay. If um if you have something else to talk about, then talk about. We what can else save you it. Talk we about. can save it. Some I do want to talk about um Jonah Goldberg in the Patreon show for sure. Here, I, here's okay. Let here's me, I'm gonna can let I... me resend you Trump and the Blizzards because yep. I like that. Okay. It just is that thing that like Trump, even though you know he's um not totally like policy wise always best like he's just so likable though he's the you funniest just, funniest ever you just enjoy listening to him everybody wants a blizzard what the hell is a blizzard huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is a blizzard and take care of the people okay will you take care of them for me i will do the blizzard thing all right I'm I'm all for him throwing paper towels, Blizzard, when he used to throw water on the audience to make fun of Marco Rubio. Mm-hmm. I'm all fun of the Trump antics having fun. I think that's that's absolutely great. I'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah, no, that's the good Trump. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, no big developments, really, on the presidential campaign trail, I would say. Like, I, Trump continues to be far and away the huge frontrunner. Up for it. Okay, one other um, uh, thing on Doug Bergram. Okay. Um, okay, no, no, this will just be about the media. This is um, Andrea Mitchell. Um, this is what this poor guy has to take. And let's, I want to ask you about also LGBTQ issues because you are also against LGBTQ rights. Against rights. Well, that's not exactly true because uh, we believe in that every American needs to be respected and, and all of that. And so I'm not exactly sure what you're saying because we, we do support uh, fairness in women's sports. Uh, we do support uh, making sure that- Since that- when is it a right to be able to interlope 
and the girls' team and a right to stand in the locker room amidst the naked girls. Where is this right? Yeah, it's freaking. Have you been following that news story that's been going around with a girl who's a high school age girl? She's like a teenager who's been kicked off her USA swimming team that swims out of the YMCA because she had the audacity as an she's underage girl. Her swim team practices at the Y and she was upset that there were adult men in the locker room where she's expected to change because it's a YMCA like and their policy is non-discrimination and she put up posters complaining about the situation and the team told her it's hate speech and she's kicked off the team. No, we should talk about that tomorrow. I mean, and you know, it's crazy. Cause she asked the coaches, she was like, how long? And the parents asked the coaches because the parents were astonished. And they said, how long has this been going on? That this has been the policy that there's like adult men allowed to be in the YMCA women's locker room. Like, and the coach said trans people have been around for a long time. <coughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> it's supposed to mean you're a bigot. Shut up. <laughs> That's what Man. Oh, what is the other thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? That reminds me then. Just another thing, very quickly. Very quickly, before we get any further that I want to bring up. Um... You see the Claudia Conway becomes Playboy Bunny? I'm reclaiming my womanhood. Uh-huh. Is this a, just a thing that all the kids of celebrities are going to do now? Yes, they're reclaiming. Is they're going to go make porn of themselves? Because people want to see it because they're the kids of people who are famous? Yes. And it's abuse. It's, um, I think that's insane that they're, I mean, I know that once your kid turns 18, you can't really do much about it, but. <sighs> I feel bad for Denise Richards' daughter, too, and uh, and Claudia Conway and all of them. But, yeah. Definitely. Okay, I'm, I'm looking for um, the Netherlands thing. Hold on, I had sent it. Uh, the Miss Netherlands. Oh, yeah, Miss Netherlands is a guy also. I sent that to us, right? Yeah, anyway, Miss Netherlands is a guy. So all these beautiful beauty queens have to not win so that they can all pretend and have this dude be the most beautiful woman. This is, you know, and that's why I think that this, it's really something we've learned that, that, that Western culture and literature and even contemporary culture and literature has misguided us on is that, is that demons and monsters look like demons and monsters. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they don't. They're pretty. They're well spoken. They have a soothing tone about them. Or they wear a lab coat. Or they exactly. You know exactly. They're in the nice administrator building of your kid's school or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. So Alice, uh, what is the hot sauce? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce, and they bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Chat Chat. All right. Here we go. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Jeez, a lot of them. That's great. That's great. Anonymous from Alton, New Hampshire, Alice. Mm-hmm. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. <laughs> yes, Alice had a wonderful quote today that I think she should keep in mind going Three forward when Tom gets off on one of his sidecars or whatever <laughs> the hell you want to call it about his sexual exploits or whatever. <laughs> Um, Alice said while Tom was in, you know, fast forwarding through episode <laughs> 799 to get to some sound cut, it was so bleeping annoying. Alice yeah. eventually says, I think maybe we should do this offline and not subject the listeners to yeah. this. Yes. Put that one, mark the tape, have that be your mantra going forward. Okay. Thank you. So but that was not, it was Tim from Canton's fault. Because he's got a lot of credibility, and so he sent us to a certain part. He later figured out. Anyway, I'm not going to waste any more time on it. I've learned my <laughs> lesson. I've learned my lesson well. Now I live to tell. Okay, Alice? Mm-hmm. KB1, KB1SXV. Wait, what's SXV? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so right. Fritz. 
like for like 20 years now, like every time I go to do something stupid or make something funny, I go, wee. He's right. It could just be like, um, it's your going out to the backyard, I'm going to ride the tractor over something and make the wheel spin. And I go, wee. That's great. Some of my kids do that too. It is kind of like my trademark. Thank you for that. That was a pretty good You're compliment. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. You're welcome, Fritz. Wee. <laughs> Jason from the Rose. What is Rose, you think? Jason from, oh, I see from Mel and Rose, the okay. two swans. Okay. They haven't been felled yet, have they? I don't know. Hey, it's Jason. Um, hey, Jason. I just I fell a little behind on the burn barrel, oh. and I'm just catching up. Just finished listening to uh, Window Dressings, episode 801. Uh, fantastic episode. Uh, great topics. What was the window dressings again? Um, Thomas Sowell said that they were using the universities were using black people as window dressing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was brilliant. Someday I'm going to say something brilliant. Then. <laughs> well, well, I, I do have. Um, give me. You talk a lot of hours a day. You're guaranteed eventually. I'm panning, to say panning for gold for a lot of it's years like now. Like the monkeys doing the works of Shakespeare. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I um I have uh, give me your uh, Napoleon. So mm-hmm. that was my high point. Great information. Everything was going well until. The Taylor Swift song lyrics. Uh, I think you should put in uh, a warning beforehand. Uh, this podcast will contain Taylor Swift uh, song lyrics, mm-hmm. so everybody knows. But otherwise, keep up the good work. I have no problem with Taylor Swift. Her stuff is fine. She's the mm-hmm. world's tallest chipmunk, and <laughs> and my daughter likes her, and my wife likes her. So true. Hey, guys, I'm not sure if this is more for the food podcast, Uh but I found a time-saving and also life hack when it comes to brewing coffee. Should I save this for the food podcast? Um, Yes, we can save that for the food podcast. That's a good tease. We're going to hear Steve from Gloucester's coffee tip on the next All You Can Eat. All you have to do is go over there and subscribe to the food podcast. That thing doesn't cost anything. It only has two ads unless it's over 30 minutes when it has three. That's our new policy. I don't think it has any ads yet. Oh, okay. Well, I... I've allowed it to have ads. You've allowed it <laughs> yeah. to have ads. It's leaning into cars. There's just no Johns. <laughs> Aha. The Fritz. burn barrel features barking dogs and chickens making noises. It would be really funny if you guys had flushing toilets and fireworks. <laughs> we did some fireworks. Oh, like. man. There's so much going on this week between the Hunter Biden and the Coke and the round and round and round and crazy Sean Pierre woman with the snakes for her hair. She reminds me of Medusa. Oh, my goodness. My daughter's reading um, the Percy, Percy Jackson. Jackson. Medusa makes an appearance in that. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I know, Fritz. It's been a crazy time. Uh, Hunter's Coke is still... Uh, it's funny. I was If we had had time, we would have played it. Hunter's Coke... We can do it on the page. Karine Jean-Pierre is yelling at people now. You know, I'm a little bit bothered. You're up here. Everything. The, the Bidens have been gone. It's like, okay, Karine, it's his Coke, and when are you guys going to tell us it's his Coke? By yeah. the way, totally irresponsible question to ask. Hunter Biden's got a literary agent. He's got representation. He has made statements before and talked to the media. Will he just attest to us that it's not his coke? Yeah, he should just put out a statement. It's very easy to do. Right. I can do it right now. Yes. Guys, the coke at the White House, not my coke. Right. <laughs> See? It was But very if easy. it had been if it had been Four years ago, and they found a uh, steak with ketchup all over it in a Diet Coke in that cubby. <laughs> we wouldn't have to go too far to know who was doing it, okay? It's Hunter's Coke. Come on. What's wrong with me? I'm getting into it with uh, hey, about time. Cinema from on again. Twitter. They're a, a small little uh, movie theater out in Columbus, Indiana. Oh, it's probably all the past blue ribbon I've been drinking. Ooh. Maybe. Well, they, they said that they're like uh, talking like a tip of the hat to the new Indiana Jones movie. And then I said, uh, box office flop. And then, then they go, not a yes cinema. And then I said, is yes cinema like an alternative universe? Mm. Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Why do I? <laughs> why yeah, do I but I mean, like I say, it's like. Not even necessarily, like, I'm sure it's good for the local theaters, comparatively. I guess so. I, but I don't know. It... But compared to what it costs them to make, it's, you know, it's going to lose money. There's no way they can make back their, what it costs them to make. Right. And also, 
Indiana Jones shouldn't be, like, shouldn't be freelancing. This is, this is a college professor. Right. He shouldn't be freelancing as uh, some kind of um, vigilante <laughs> or, or, like, really pirate uh, in 1974 or whenever this new one takes place since he's 96 years old. It's like, right. Come on. So Kamala Harris said that Thanks, culture dude. only happens in the morning. So do we dare ask her what happens in the afternoon and at night? I certainly don't want to ask that question. Maybe you guys can. Uh oh. <laughs> Hi, Steve from Aramac. Hey, Steve. With a baby name suggestion. Oh, good. Albeit uh, an unusual one. So uh, when I was in college and even after, I had a subscription to National Lampoon Magazine where it was still sort of thriving. Yeah. And uh, would have been my senior year, 1989, um, my roommate and I agreed that one particular issue was the single best issue ever of National Lampoon. It was hilarious from cover to cover. In it, there was a uh, a farcical, as Al Michaels would say, short story about a man whose name was Mr. French Jones. And he got his name. Because he was conceived during the airing of an episode of Family Affair. And then he was born nine months later during a rerun of the same episode. Hence the moniker Mr. French Jones. What do you think of Mr. French Shattuck? Ooh. Or Mr. French Jones Shattuck? That's got a ring. Thank you. Mr. French Jones Shattuck. Mr. French I don't really Shattuck. know what that means. I don't quite get it. Yeah, that predates you, I think. It almost predates me, but um, yeah, it was weird. Mr. French was the like the the man nanny. That's right, mm. Steve. Right? It was just the late sixties, early seventies. It would have been reruns when Steve was watching it. Um, no, although let's think: is our a name? Um, uh, what's what's the name? Um, the the um, Brady Bunch. Um, Marsha? No, no, no. Wait, this is a boy. So Bobby, I, you're four. I'm not four. Um, Bobby. What are the other ones? Greg. Greg Shattuck. No, we have to stop. And then Peter Peter Shattuck. That's not a bad name, Peter, actually. We thought about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Peter Pan. Peter Pan Shattuck? No. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what I think of when I hear Peter. I like Peter Pan. Hi. Steve from Merrimack. Hi, Hi Steve. Steve. With another baby name suggestion. Oh, good. So this one's serious. Um, what do you think of the name Eamon? E-A-M-O-N. Eamon Shattuck. Come on, man. That's... Awesome. So that's an old school Irish name, and nobody mm. is naming their kid Eamon anymore. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Okay. At first, anti-Irish. Correct. So when when you first said that, Steve, I thought it was going to be a biblical name. I thought, oh, this is right up Alice's uh, aisle. But um, but yes, I'm I'm good with the Seamuses and the Shans and the in the. Ja- Aiden, Jaden, Caden, Ronins. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. We had some fun over the years, but I'm good. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> you do mean offense, though. You don't like Irish. I don't people. like this trend of, of like on. Who do you dislike more, Irish un- or Italian? I don't like this trend of unearthing old Irish names, and although Siobhan. Siobhan White went to my school, highly underrated because she was a redhead, but profoundly gorgeous woman. I do like the name Siobhan just because of her. It's spelled wildly wrong. S i o b h a n. And mm-hmm. I knew I've known. Have you ever tried to spell the name Porig? No. It's it's like Padrag. It's it's it's, it's oh. whatever. But I'd like I've known a good Porig too. Also a redhead guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What's that actress's name the that Irish. I like too? She has another unspellable Irish name. Um, the one who's in the Mary Queen of Scots movie that I like, and um, I don't know Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, uh, let me find it. Not Margot Robbie, but the other person. Ooh, we like it. Margot Robbie. She. Um, what's that actress's name? Why don't we do it after the show? I know. We shouldn't be subjecting the listeners to this. It's true. It's true. But I need to think of that name because I do like that name. No, it's not, actually. Ryordan. No. 
Okay, I'm going to play a new song. Hello. Hey, I Chris. was just assuming that Tom is the one that does Serge all the Ronan. labor around. Yes. Hello. I was just assuming that Tom is the one that does all the grunt labor around the house. Correct. No. Because he's the one Correct. the radio no. show. And, uh, and a broken lawnmower on top of that. Yep. Um, I wanted to tell Alice about a nice cleaner you can get for Tom. It's called Awesome. Huh. You can get it at Dollar General and it only costs a dollar. But hmm. it cleans absolutely everything. Really? Hmm. <laughs> Later. Seriously, Fritz, that is great to know. Although, the other, yeah, the only thing Alice has left for labor before she goes into labor is the particle board. What's it called? Wallboard? What's it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wallboard. What's mm-hmm. the other thing that people call it? Sheetrock? Sheetrock. Sheetrock in the ceiling, in the kitchen, where all the, f- the flooding. The water damage. Yeah, stuff. yeah. That's yep. the only thing. And then, you're, and then you can hang them up. But that's your last final project. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. And we get to, you were all excited. Remember six years ago, you rented the sheetrock um, pump or whatever that thing was that, that jacked the it lift. up? Yeah, the, the lift. Jet, yeah. To... All right. Morning Dowd from Merrimack. Can you imagine this? That's amazing. Morning Dowd, who had a blistering attack on Joe Biden. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. It's rare, if ever, that I will read a Morning Dowd column, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Occasionally, she has a good one, um, but you know the one on Saturday that nailed Biden. Uh, the title of which was "It's Seven Grandkids, Mr. President," was awesome. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, it was based on a letter. The column was based on a letter that her sister Peggy sent to Joe Biden, chastising him about not acknowledging, uh, you know, Navy, little Navy, um, and uh, it was great. But one question I have about Peggy: she's an alleged Republican. But she mm-hmm. voted for Biden because of his, quote, gregarious Irish charm, unquote. What the hell is she talking about? This guy is one of the nastiest people yeah. on the face of the planet. And and his wife is, is an absolute vomit. The first lady, <laughs> my God. So I, I think Peggy might be a little loony, but she wrote a good letter anyway. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Thank you. It is unbelievable. It is like this weird myth about Biden that he's like super likable. Yeah. When he's like actually kind of an abrasive a-hole. Well, right. And you feel the story that his, his aides are told not to say that he has seven grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the kid knows. <laughs> it's remarkable. Mar- remarkable. He's a dirtbag. I mean, and, and there's no doubt about that. I mean, just think like what you could do, what you could do if you wanted to, like the the gesture you could make to just, to just like mention the kids. Remarkable. Remarkable. Here's Biden in the uh, Rose Garden. Amelia. She wants to know where my granddaughters are. One granddaughter lives in, in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. One granddaughter lives in New York. One granddaughter lives in Washington. One granddaughter lives in Wilmington, Delaware. And the other grandsons, uh, my, my grandson lives in California. I left somebody out, didn't I? Anyway, Philadelphia, Wilmington, and... What a piece. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, Alice, are you ready? I was born ready? Um, I'm ready. All right. Um. So, I um. Sorry, I was not ready. I guess. Okay. You know <laughs> no, what? No, it's okay. No problem, my it's darling. It's okay. I'm just out of. You uh, talk to me. Brain cells. I know that week. you wanted to tell um, ask people to do this stuff. If you guys don't mind giving us five stars in the Apple Podcasts, if you don't mind, and smashing whatever button you're supposed to smash, smash. I I know whatever. It's supposed to be good. It doesn't matter. I, I mean, these know. are Patreon people. They do enough. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, the Patreon Forget, Don't do anything. <laughs> Start, just have a cocktail or something. But do something for but you. But we have been listening to lots of podcasts, and we're like, wow, maybe we should interrupt the flow of our chat a lot more to tell people to do things, because we, like, never do that. Yeah, but we're not telling these people to do things. It's the others. It's the scumbags well, know, out there who are not Patreon people. Hear this show don't tell them I said that. Oh, they're going to hear this, aren't they? Mm-hmm. This is still within the un-Patreon part. Right. Damn it! Obviously... I have never lied and would never lie. <laughs> I'm not capable of it. So obviously I was kidding about that. Okay. Damn it. Anyway, if you want to join us on Patreon and in the live chat, you can do that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. 
You can also, of course, always watch and listen to the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Sometimes there's some extra content on Patreon, like today, so if that's where you're watching is on the live stream, just stay there. There will be more there. Otherwise, you can find the show on Rumble, on YouTube, and at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all the places to listen. Say la vie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.